Hello, 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 and welcome to another episode of Fries with Guys. On this episode, we talk to a gentleman that we'll call Imaginary Poet about what questions guarantee you stay in someone's messages and never meet in real life, his chance encounter with a porn star, and how messy a breakup can be when you actually have to live together. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Fries with Guys. Today, I'm joined not only by my assistant producer and co-host extraordinaire, Connie. Hey, y'all. But I'm also joined by our guest, who we are going to call Imaginary Poet. Hey there. Oh, hello. How's it going? It's going well. We're already on our second batch of fries, and the convo has been getting good, so good thing we just started to hit the record button, because it's about to get real in a second. So, oh, before we start, describe your perfect batch of fries. My perfect batch of fries. Salted, I'm assuming. Yeah, just, yeah, salted, but I like the flaky fries. I don't know if you ever had them before, and they, like, fall apart. They're so good. I, I've i had them back home, but, uh, yeah. Are flaky. they thin? Like No, no, they're not thin. They're, like, they're like thick and flaky, and it's, like, there's, like, extra fl- flaky. Like, Are they soft on the inside? They're crunchy. They have a, yeah, soft on the inside with a crunchy outside. It's so good. Oh, my okay. goodness. Okay. I can I can skin on skin off. No, they're like no skin on it. It's it's like it's <laughs> it's been fried. You just got it. You just got to <laughs> taste it to know it. Yeah, it's, I guess. it's good. It's I. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like circumcised fries. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Connie came to play today, right? y'all. She's here for I it. I had some fries, and you know, I'm geared up. All right. Okay. Do you? Okay, so first question we always ask everyone, describe the current state of your love life. Searching for love, as a lot of people are in their lives, um, but sometimes not finding it, so just selling whatever you get until you find love. That's where I'm at. Hmm. Wait, I'll let Connie finish her fry. Okay, so how would you say that you typically go about meeting women? I'm doing the dating apps a lot. I've been doing it for a minute, so I have like four dating apps right now which ones which uh, ones plenty no well I, I just stopped plenty of fish because yeah we'll go on that later um tinder uh okay cupid uh bumble bumble the girls message you first how do you like bumble how do you like that system um it's cool because a lot of time guys are expected to send the first message well it's, it's a lot of pressure right yeah yeah so now when the girls are on that t- side so it's like okay cool now you send me a message now you're going to send me just regular hey and i was like oh okay so this is what it's like but um yeah. so i'm glad you mentioned bumble because um i want i'm curious about your experience as far as what types of lines like is it 50 percent haze or is it 50 percent creative opening lines 50 percent haze like as far as opening lines, I haven't had anything creative, whereas, like, a genuine, like, it's just like, hey, what's up? Like, a normal thing. Really? Yes. Like, nobody ever like goes on your profile, say you had a picture of a dog, and they say, hey, what's your dog's name? I don't have a dog, but no. I'm just... I, so, when, I guess I guess one time someone said I was photogenic, but... That's it? Yeah, right? I thought, for a moment, I thought, well, maybe my profile was lame. And then I was like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> that is... Huh. That's interesting because I feel like I feel like it would be, um, you know, the women would have more chances if they did. That's what you think. That's what you would think. That's what I was thinking. But, you know, that's whatever. Huh. Maybe your experiences on Bubble are different from a woman's perspective. 
Yeah, so I'm, I've been doing Bumble for like three weeks now. and <laughs> Expert over here. <laughs> I know, No, I've done it before too okay. also, but I quit and then I came back. And I felt like the reason why I quit in the first place is the fact mm-hmm. that I only had like one um, person that I met from Bumble. And so I didn't feel like it was very successful because I'm like, okay, I keep coming up with all these like creative lines and no one's really wanting to go on a date. And it was also kind of blurred lines because it's like, do I ask them on a date? Do they ask me on a date since I'm the one they initiate? Like, what do you do? So that's the same. That's what every guy goes on with any other dating site. When they're the first person in the message, they send a message and always get a reply. So they're sending in the limbo like, uh, do I send another message? Uh, do I wait? Are you sure? I would think pract- with practice because you do it a lot that you wouldn't be overanalyzing anything because you do it so much. So th- like that's, 10 why, a day. Well, that's why I'm at the state where I'm just like, I don't expect anything. I don't even expect you to reply to messages that I send. I just send them. And if you choose to reply, then we'll go on from that. But like, that's why you have to go with no expectations right now, currently as far as dating online. Like, because at any moment, somebody can just be like, oh, unmatched now they're gone forever. And you could have had a good ass conversation, but it's gone now. Cause on their side, it's like, <laughs> eh. On to the next, yeah. Yeah, I feel you. I do see that. But I also hear that it's really hard from a guy's side because it seems like you guys are trying really hard. Like you kind of get to a point where you either give up because you've been trying too hard and it doesn't get anywhere or you just keep going and keep trying and vying for the attention of the females. Is that how you feel? Yes. So a lot of times you get to the point where you're just like, like you said, fed up. So at that point, you lose your creativity. Sometimes a creative, sometimes I just say, you know, I got a copy paste message that I send. Yes, copy paste messages. Where's the music? And um, so I have a, honestly, I have like three copy and paste messages that I send depending on, yes, you got it. Yeah, I've been doing it for a minute. Uh, depending on the, the profile, I'm looking. And for profiles I'm generally interested in, I draft a, my own message at that point in time. So that way they get the genuine message. But other than that, I have like three generic messages that I send out. You know, I don't blame you. Yeah, I, I don't blame you. I also copy and paste, but not, I don't have it like saved on something, but people ask all the same questions. Like, what do you do? What do you like to do for fun? Yeah. Where are you from? And all of that and describe this and describe that. And so what are your hobbies? And so I have all those kind of. I avoid those. Those, those, avoid those? those questions, the small talk questions, because those small talk questions lead to more small talk questions. They end up leaving a conversation left in your Tinder, like, it just piles on like those those are the conversations that get left behind and you end up not seeing that match anymore so then what is a conversation starter or something that you get sent that immediately wants you to take the conversation off the app and like have it in real life i look for to have the conversation in real life at any moment so it's not like a, a key thing so the the back and forth talking and with the messages only goes so far so the moment i try to expedite the whole meeting in in person or whatever because then when you actually talk with someone get that uh facial uh, reactions you actually see if they're feeling you or not blah 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 would you say that out of all your dating apps um would you say that most people are pretty representative with their photos have you ever gone on a date before and been surprised at the real person compared to the photos as in catfished i think i've almost got catfished but what happened so we're going to uh, so basically we're set up the meet blah 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 and um we're just texting back and forth and then i'm finally at the spot because they're like on uh they're on a college campus so i have to like go through a gate and i call them i was like hey how does this work and then they answer and their voice was like 
like the voice who didn't sound like it matched the face so i'm like uh i can't make it and then I, <laughs> and i left so you just had a feeling yes i had a feeling because like it's like small things that like you don't pick up on but then you have to go back like honestly whenever i i go to meet up with somebody you know i have their name i have their number i google that shit i'm, I'm trying to find out Hell sure yeah everything um Sometimes you go to the Facebook because basically they have their Facebook profile. Some people use fake names. Yeah, whatever. Cool. But I check it, you know, just to see what I'm going up. Well, yeah, you don't want to waste your time. True. Or in like a bad situation, be kidnapped or something. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> catfish is real out there. Like a lot of times when you're on like dating profiles, you can tell the fake profiles. And like um, there are a lot of bots. So if I ever like... You go through a series of questions where you try to fill out the person. Like one person, one time, like I kid you not, I matched with somebody. I was just like regular, you know, going through my phone, end of the day, finna go to bed. And this profile we match, I think nothing of it. They start sending messages. Hey, I'm here, blah, 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 blah. Looking for some, you know, somebody to hang out with during my time here. And I thought, oh, totally fake. So I was like, type spaghetti so I know it's real. They end up typing spaghetti. It was a real person. End up going conversing, right? So I look at their profile. It looked like fake photos. Come to find out, old girl's a porn star. Like, legit porn star like no like you go to the Damn. porn site type in her name oh, wow. bam 17 pages so that explains the fake photos <laughs> those were well, real the fake look, right, yeah, right the right? fake looking photos yeah uh, holy shit wow they did you ever meet up with her yes and i had sex with a porn star <gasps> and then what and then what just one night stand yeah were the boobies real well uh, you had to see the porn star Actually, I have a card because a lot of people don't believe that story. We'll do this all fair. <laughs> so funny. She gave you a card like the Vegas style. <gasps> oh, wow. She's, wow. No, she's not. Not like that. I got more fries. So our guest like just handed. Oh, my gosh. Look at her comment. So our guest just handed <laughs> us her business card. This is like legit. Guys, he really slept with a porn star. This is awesome. I actually have the Tinder messages too. And she left the, a comment on the card. It said, thanks for the great dick. Great, un, like, what is that? Underlined, underlined. Great. Wow, check you out. What's up? Wow. So talking about, um, oh, excuse me, talking about one night stands a little bit, mm -hmm. how would you... How does that, I'm trying to find the right way to phrase the question. When it comes to one night stands, how does it go from you being online or meeting them in person to getting into bed with them to like, Leaving? where does it, yeah, yeah, where does it go from there? Okay. So, how do I, so the moment that you're like, hey, let's meet up, you have the, you're talking, you understand what the feels like, um, you always know it whenever you look at the person you always like go through their profile talk to a conversation you know okay where is this going to lead you always keep that in mind is this going to go you know just one night stand or i see myself with them or whatever blah 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 and at that point you set barriers like okay well i'm only going to go this far because it's not going to proceed past that so when you get to the one night stand phase it's like oh hey you know i'm looking to you know hook up sometimes it, sometimes it's as bland as that looking to hook up or looking to chill whatever blah 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 and um so you go you meet up you do the uh, and it's always that, that transition because you never know when to start. You never know when to, you know, lean over for the kiss or whatever, blah. Yeah, I understand. I understand. The first move is always hard because you can't, especially if you can't read the other person. And if you only just met them that night, like, how do you know? 
and then that's when you just go you just make the move you just you just do it because you you know your intentions you it should be pretty clear what both your intentions are and then so sometimes now after you're done it's either the some people like to cuddle some people just like to up and leave it all depends so you have this is where you have to really fill out but then at the same time go ahead you go ahead what kind of per which which one are you are you a cuddler or are you a i adapt uh, so if they want to cuddle, I cuddle. If they just want me to leave, and I leave. Uh, that is so nice. I like that. You do what the woman <laughs> wants. That's really great. One thing I wanted to ask in regards to that. So, do you think, or what do you think about the double standard that exists in our society about how men hook up with women versus how women hook up with men, in the sense that. Men can have one night stands. They can have casual sex with women and they're not thought to be whores or promiscuous. But if a woman is, you know, having one night stands, having casual sex, she's seen as like less than. Why is that? Or like, what do you think about that in general? I don't see it as different. I see it as the same. Sex is sex. It's, it's like it's around us everywhere. A lot of times when you're walking down, you're like, oh, I wonder what it's like to have sex with that person. Like people try to make it seem like, oh, having sex with a lot of people is bad. But like when you kiss a lot of people, it's the same thing. You go eat at a lot of different restaurants. It's the same thing. So sex is, is so part of normal life that I don't. I don't view a woman less because she sleeps around or a guy uh, more or less because he sleeps around. Like this, this is this is a day and age that we live in. So you wouldn't necessarily feel any type of way if you were dating a girl, you were attracted to her, you really saw it going somewhere. And when you guys, I guess, eventually come to that subject, if you do, she tells you that she's had sex with a number of people that wouldn't like bother you or you wouldn't feel any type of way about it at no, all that was her past okay. she did that before she met me i mean i can't change it that's who she is it's, why would you even bring up oh how many people have you had sex with like why does it matter some people just like to do that they like to slut shame you know it's like a double standard type of thing so if a girl that you went out with and you really liked her and you guys slept together on the first date mm -hmm. um that would not hinder you from asking her out again no Oh, very nice. I mean, maybe if the sex was bad, you might not. <laughs> uh. <laughs> you always improve on sex. That's true, because I feel like first time sex is always a little bit awkward because you don't know the person, especially if there's like alcohol or something. Yeah. So you can't judge, right? Exactly, because like first time sex, you don't know. Because some people are like, "Oh, I like to be choked," but then they don't. You don't know if they like to be choked. <laughs> yeah. Some people are like, "Oh, like, like, uh, uh, you're so quiet. Say something." And I'm like, "What do you want me to say?" Like, I have a script, and then I end up. It's just you end yeah. up saying the same thing over and over again. It's like, okay, all right. Yeah, most of the time, the first time sex is not that great because you're not comfortable with the person, so you don't really know how to communicate with them yet, and then you keep going, and then it's okay. So, yeah, I guess maybe you wouldn't judge. Mm. <laughs> well, some people might judge, but you clearly wouldn't. No. <laughs> so you mentioned that you're in the armed forces. Yes. Um, that you've been in for, you know, quite some time now and dating during being in active duty and everything. Um, do you have any stereotypes for when it comes to dating somebody either in the military? Like, would you date somebody who's in the military or have you had dated somebody in the military? Does that... When you tell somebody you're in the military, does that ever, like, turn anybody off? Or do you feel like it's, like, a good thing? Describe your experience, basically. Okay. So, 
I I don't really mention it. Like it's not something like I, I bring up up front. Like like one of the first things I start with because it's just my job. So uh yeah i do it so it's not like something that defines me it's like it's just like just because you have your day job i have my day job too me being in the military doesn't make me any different from me not being in the military working at mcdonald's my income might be different but my my job just requires different things of me so as far as uh dating in the military i i think i'm trying to recall because not everything was a date i mean not everything was a relationship uh yes i have i have i have and um and all it goes with conflicting schedules uh people you know get shipped away whatever and um a lot of people um as far as dating outside of the military they're like oh you're not just gonna like you're not like scheduled to leave anytime soon whatever you're gonna be around and then you just tell them um sometimes some people are there to stay sometimes they're leaving like in a couple of months and it's just like their last couple of fleens where they before they head out but um as far as uh, stereotypes stereotypes of uh I guess a lot of times military people get busy because they they like that's their job to like sign a contract so they have to be at these places this time things happen so uh a lot of times they do get busy and the understanding that oh, okay well why can't you just do this and this is like i can't like i legit can't like if i'm sick i can't just you know call in no i have to go to a doctor the doctor has to evaluate me give me a letter i have to go into work hand that letter in and then i can go home and be sick it's yeah okay so in terms of body image would you say that you are ever conscious of your body or how you physically may come across to a woman or how they might interpret your physical attributes at all let me see because i'm trying to understand the question can you ask it again yeah so when it comes to body image is it ever something that you think about like the way you look or how you think a woman might perceive you like, do you ever, are you ever insecure about anything? No. Like, as far as, like, it's, like, small insecurities, like, oh, I don't like my nose or, or, or stuff like that. And it's, like, that's, like, I've had that for a couple of years, like, since I was a kid in life. But as far as um, how, is, is, is how I look, is the thing, as far as images, how you look and how you want to be looked at. Like, how you want to be perceived. Like, some people go to the gym because they want the muscles. Some people, um, the beard, the beard is chicks love a beard right that's that's the common consensus oh no okay um i mean it depends if you're into that exactly look. so that's why yeah it depends on the beard some beards out there are like mm. <laughs> so that's that. why it goes with depending on what they're into some people are into like uh uh somebody with a more of a belly than abs some people yeah dad bod some people like the couch potatoes some like the more plush um plush Yes, plush. I didn't know that was an adjective to describe bodies. I like it though. Yeah. I like it though too. That's great. <laughs> Just put on your profile. I'm plush. <laughs> <laughs> Instead of plus, put plush. Got you. Oh. <laughs> um, but as far as my actual features, I'm I'm pretty confident in the way I look. Like I can't change it. Like you can change small things, but it is it is. And I I'm happy with my body, so. I try not to uh, overstep any boundaries. You got to slow step whenever you first date as far as not to overexert my strength or whatever. Like some people do a hug. Some people do a handshake. You got to some people aren't huggers. Some people don't do handshakes. Physical. Sometimes you don't even do any phys physical thing the first date at all. And you just you just look for keys. Sometimes they're not there. Like you gotta look for telltale signs. I felt like your handshake was really firm tonight. Was it? Yeah, that was like the first thing I noticed. I'm like, damn, this is a ha firm handshake. <laughs> I try to be soft. Good on ya. Oh, you, that was your soft. 
Dang, maybe I'm just like <laughs> a week ahead here, obviously. Um, so would you say that most guys, like even just amongst your um, guy friends, would you say that, you know, men are self-conscious or insecure about their looks? Not as self-conscious as women. Men are a lot less self-conscious. Like some... Because now I'm thinking about everybody and I'm like, I, I don't want to... Like some people are, if they are, then I don't know. Like as far as hanging out with them normally, they like seem pretty cool. But a lot of times the women I have the self-conscious because how they're perceived, because they, they want to look like a certain look. They need to have this figure or that figure in order to be deemed attractive. How much emphasis would you say that you or any of your other guy friends place on a woman's physical appearance? If any physical appearance it, it does have a uh, weight because as far as if you are physically attracted to them if you can like stand and look at them some people like <laughs> you can tolerate yeah like <laughs> look at yeah i mean because like i don't want to well, i'm just gonna say if you're ugly then you're ugly but if you're not ugly then like you can't if you if i have a lot of friends i have that are like married together and i'm like oh man you really like some she says she settles and I'm, I'm looking at the guy and it's like, yeah, okay, but to her, it's love. So when, once you have love, physical attraction to that person, as far as it can be lowered because you have love. But as far as like these regular dates, when you come in, you need that physical attraction because I'm not going to swipe right on you if I don't, I'm not physically attracted to you if I don't see myself with you. And some people have their, you know, number scale. Oh, if I'm a seven, then I can go for uh, everything below me and I could gamble one above me. I've never heard that before. Interesting. You never heard of the scale? I've heard of the scale, but I didn't hear that people would say, oh, I can go one above, two below. The, I always thought you would just go for the same, same level. I mean, but then again, if wouldn't you, or I don't know. <laughs> you go, so when you get to that, like the level, when you get the people in that perspective, like as far as your areas, like so a seven is looking at a, a six, seven, and an eight. When you have like people to look at, that's when you start looking at you know uh, what you have in common. Because now the physical attractiveness is, is 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 there. So now you look at the other fields. So look at what you have in common, goals, end goals. Um, if you can really tolerate the person, some people don't vibe well together. Some people they just you know everything is fine and dandy, but they have different end goals. Like yeah. Um. So do you believe in the one? Why or why not? The one as far as soulmate one? Yeah, like a soulmate. Do you believe that there's somebody out there for you and you have just yet to find her? To say that is one person out there for me? Well, I, maybe not one person, but there's that person out there. Yes, and I I believe in that. But then again, I also believe that it may be more than one person because you got to look at where you are. If I'm here in Maryland and I've been in Maryland my whole life, and I meet the one here. Who's to say that if I went to like uh, Montana and I lived years there, that I couldn't also meet the one? So the one is whoever you meet at that point, and you decide that this is the person that you're going to spend the rest of your life with. So you can have more than one one in that sense. Do you feel like you've ever gotten close to meeting the one, and what happened? Okay, so that would be my longest relationship. Um, and that goes into the point where everything was great, everything was fine and dandy. 
but it came to the point where when it came down to it i couldn't see myself like down the line old with her and she did and so i had to break it up because if i if i don't see us together and you see us together i don't want to have this uh, like at some point then my love is just going to start to dwindle and i don't i don't i don't want you to feel in love so the way i explained it to her when i broke up with her is it's not that i don't love you is that my love for you can't grow any more than what it is now and it doesn't matter how you break up with a girl it's oh, you never plan on it it just always goes bad and it was just it was it was hard oh i'm sorry um so but you do feel like voice. <laughs> <laughs> i swear the emotion is there it's just like in the follow through like it's there it's just sometimes like and in the way it's worded it comes off like disconnected but it's totally there i can vouch for connie the emotion really is there it's raw it's real guys thank you um do you still talk to that person no i hate her you what oh hate why do you hate her and when love turns to hate this is oh, what happened a- oh my gosh how ugly did it get now i need Holy to know <laughs> oh it got hella bad love turns to hate this is like the worst thing ever this is like really yes did she like key your car did she key my car yeah. no no how did <laughs> did she bring that carrie underwood song yeah. to life no. no she like hurt me deeper than that it's like so it's like when i broke up with her i knew it was gonna be tough but it's not like i i stopped love her it's not like i cheated on her it's not like i did her wrong or anything like that so but when i broke up with her she was like that can't be the reason like there must be something more mm. and so she just wanted some kind of closure and i'm like this like i'm not happy this is this is this is it this is like but she she wanted more and so like it got to the point where like she would just make stuff up oh you you had to cheat on me so i'm like you know what i cheated you know just just to give her that i said it just to give her that disconnect because she needed something or else she was just gonna hold on to me it's when so we were living together at the time and when you break up with someone and it's like they're right there like she's gonna keep coming to me so i had to like completely shut her out like like completely shut her out and you don't know how hard it is when the person in the room next to you is crying and you can hear her and and she's crying because you broke her heart and you can't help her as much as you want to help her because then she's just gonna keep on coming back and you have to put that disconnect there you have to let no you got you can't come to me anymore and um it gets tough so then now we start to argue things get petty and it gets to the point where she says that everything that you ever did was a lie and when you know you loved her and for her to say that your love was a lie it hurts and then she brings someone over after you made a rule not to bring people over a rule that she created mind you how long was it after you broke up that you or she or someone left wherever you were living? Like, at what point did you separate your living situation after you broke up? Damn, hold on. <laughs> I hope those are days and not months. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> They're months. They're like, all right, let's say about seven months. Seven months? So this is what... Seven months of hell. 
it wasn't all hell. The hell came like the last five months. Oh, okay, <laughs> not the okay, maybe not on. last five, maybe last three or four. But so we ended up getting so we had a place together. We had we signed a lease, and right. So we're like, okay, we can be roommates. Let's be roommates. No problem. I don't hate you at this point. <laughs> but uh, she ended up like leaving like four months early, just like ghosted. Like, yes, so now it stuck me with the rent and everything, right? Now, this is when the hate grows, because you're like, okay, cool, blocked me on everything. Like, real life ghost, this is, this is, yes, yes. Damn, that. I tried to talk to her friends to get a hold of her, and now they stopped replying to me as well, right? Oh, shit got real. Yeah, shit got real, real. How long were we all together? Uh, two years. Oh, that's a long time as well. Well, when you say two years, I included the living together. You mean the actual relationship part? Uh, I say about a year. Yeah, a year. Wow. Wow. So how long did it take you to get over that situation? And what was your process? It's different for every person. So me explaining my process might not be the same for others. Uh, yes, but we want to hear your process. <laughs> oh, I play video games. <gasps> Which ones? League of Legends. Oh, Oh, you play? No, I don't play. Oh. You've heard of it. <laughs> but um, I had an ex-boyfriend. Weirdly, we also lived together, and then I had to break up with him, too. He, would, he played League of Legends. That was, like, his thing. <laughs> yeah, I play games. I surround myself around friends and just uh, listen to Frank Ocean. Oh, yeah. I love his new album. And so I also good. started writing poetry. It, it helped. If you want, I could share one of my poems. Maybe not <gasps> now, but, like... Which... Like, oh... You should share one of your poems. You're imaginary poet, so it's uh, expected of you. Okay. I have some. I recently started um, publicly posting my poems on my Instagram, like in captions and whatnot. And uh, basically just a formed event and um, unbottle those emotions. This is a poem that I was ready, preparing to perform. It's like three parts of this poem, but this is just the first part. I'm still working on finishing the third part. I got to listen to more Frank Ocean. We'll see how that goes. Um, I think I love you. Better yet, I know I love you, but I'm not ready to tell you yet or admit to it. If only to save myself from the embarrassment if these feelings of love are not reciprocated. I mean, I know you like me. At least that's what you say. Unless this is just another joyous ride for you and the words that you utter are part of a script because in that case, I don't want your call back. For those who be forwarded to a voice mailbox that is filled with lost love letters asking for forgiveness. When all I want to do is forget this. Forget that I told you. I love you. Just the words, though. For the feelings remain. Yo, yeah. I like that. that was really good. Thank you for sharing. That was awesome. Thank you for listening. Yeah, I hope you do go to the open mic night. Soon. I gotta finish the poem first. <laughs> uh, do you want to tie it up with some bottom of the bag? Oh. Questions? So... To tie things up, we always ask a bunch of kind of like rapid fire questions. Like, don't think, think too hard. Mm -hmm. um, these are just very simple questions. Cool. They're very random. So let me start. Um, are you an optimist or a pessimist? Optimist. Beverage of choice. Water. Are you introverted or extroverted? Introverted. What's your favorite junk food to snack on? Oh, that's a, that's a tough one. Takis. <laughs> No, it's like uh, Debbie cakes. Little Debbie, can I can I just say all little Debbie cakes? Yeah, those are really good. Yeah, I'll go with that. Favorite breakfast food? Omelet. 
Do you like to dance? Yes. Does it matter that I can't dance? Okay. No, of course not. Do you have an innie or an outie? Halfy. Halfy? Yeah, right? It's like half in, half out. Wow. How many pairs of shoes do you own? I don't know, eight maybe. And I just bought another pair, but it's not like shoes aren't a thing for me. It's like shoes. <laughs> what was the last concert you went to? Oh, Mac Miller. <gasps> nice. Yeah, he was at the soundstage. I don't know what it's called. No, the Fillmore. The Fillmore. Yeah, yeah. It's like a couple mm. months ago. Nice. Um, who are your friends? Describe them. All right. So I have my drinking buddy because you always have a friend to drink with. I have my uh, my best friend. We just uh, end up spending a weekend together at this convention in the harbor. But uh, so I have her. Then I have friends I talk to about like love and stuff. Like every now and then you scroll through your phone looking for someone to talk to because you want to know who will listen. And you get to that point where you don't see anybody or and then you're like, oh, if I do, you don't think they can relate. So I always have that one person. Um, let me see my other friends. Uh, I really don't have that many friends. I have people who think that I'm their friend or they're my, like, I'm their friend, but they're not my friend. If mm -hmm. you know, if you understand how yeah. it works. Yeah. I see. Um, okay. And last question. Describe your fighting style. Are you drunken master or angry monkey? Those are the two options I have. God pick one. Drunken master. That's a really good one. That's Chinese. <laughs> Ding, ding, ding. Those are all of them. All right, cool beans, man. Is there anything else that you want to add or that you feel compelled to share that you didn't get the chance to? No, I think that poem was it. That was a little bit. I wasn't expecting that, but yeah. Um, Thank you so much for sharing that with us. Yeah, no problem. I have more if you want to listen off air. Off air. We'll send. We'll put some links out there so you guys can follow the breadcrumbs oh, cool. to our uh, latest single guy to interview while eating fries. All right, everyone. He has a halfy. <laughs> if that's if that's yeah. any more reason to take this bait. <laughs> <laughs> All right, peace out, y'all. All right, y'all. I really hope you enjoyed that episode because uh, that's all we got for now. We're still working on getting some more interviews. If you're interested in being interviewed, please let us know. Reach out to us via email at frieswithguys at gmail.com. You can always tweet us at frieswithguys. And as always, rate review subscribe share with your friends let everybody know where you're getting that tea from all right see ya